You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Deaths from colorectal cancer have generally gone down for decades, but they're on the rise for younger people. Recently, the U.S. Preventative Service Task Force revised their guidelines. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. Joining us to discuss this is Dr. Michael Barry, Vice Chair of the Task Force and Director of the Informed Medical Decisions Program at Massachusetts General Hospital. Doctor, thank you for joining us. First off, in general terms, can you characterize the importance of lowering the recommended age for colorectal cancer screening to 45? Certainly, and and thanks for having me and for your interest in helping us spread the word. Let me just reiterate that the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force now recommends that all adults age 45 to 75 be screened for colorectal cancer, and screening should continue selectively, even for folks 75 to 85. But the real change in the recommendation is lowering the starting age to age 45. Colorectal cancer is a very serious health problem. It's our number three cancer killer, considering both men and women in the United States, about 53,000 deaths annually. And it turns out that, as you mentioned, there's been a trend toward increasing incidence of colorectal cancer in people under 50. In fact, about 10% of the cancers diagnosed these days are in people under 50. And given that, both because of the evidence on the increasing occurrence of colorectal cancer, the fact that some of the screening studies show us that early detection of colorectal cancer saves lives, and Our own modeling efforts suggest that by lowering the screening age, we can prevent additional cases of colorectal cancer and, most importantly, colorectal cancer deaths with that earlier starting age. So those were the rationales behind our change in the recommendation. And the benefits are real. I was just going to ask you about that modeling. But do we have a sense of how many lives might be saved each year with screening starting at age 45? Well, let me ask your listeners to think about just a group of a thousand Americans representing the diversity of people in the United States in terms of race and ethnicity. And let's assume they're all age 40. If we screen for colorectal cancer in that group starting at age 50, we can prevent about 50 cases of colorectal cancer from occurring and we'll prevent about 25 deaths. If we drop the starting age to 45, we can prevent an additional two or three cases and prevent about an additional death. Now, That may seem small, but recognizing that there are about 4 million 40-year-olds in the United States, that benefit multiplies quickly. And in addition to the health benefits, there's the insurance benefit as well. Tell us about that. Well, the U.S. Preventive Service Task Force actually makes recommendations on all issues, including colorectal cancer screening, based on the evidence of the benefits and harms of screening. We don't consider costs or insurance coverage as we um, make our deliberations about what to recommend. Now, current law 
says that for private insurers in general, if the task force gives a recommendation, an A or a B grade, and I'll explain that in a second, that generally private insurance programs need to cover those services without co-payments. Now, the difference between an A and a B grade is simply that we have more certainty of a substantial benefit with an A grade. And in fact, for our recommendation for 50 to 75-year-olds, that's an A grade. For the 45 to 49-year-olds, that's a B grade, just because the benefits are, are more modest, but we think still important. For practical purposes, though, the task force recommends to clinicians and patients just do it, as they say, for either an A or B grade. So that would connect to the benefits in terms of insurance coverage under current law. We're visiting with Dr. Michael Barry, Vice Chair of the U.S. Preventive Services Task Force, about its updated guidelines recommending colorectal cancer screenings starting at age 45. Doctor, that recommendation applies to people age 45 and older, but who have not had certain conditions, such as inflammatory bowel disease or certain polyps. Does a history of these make a person more likely to get cancer? They do. So if people are at especially high risk for developing colorectal cancer, these recommendations wouldn't apply. And they should talk to their clinicians about what kind of screening and monitoring strategies are right for them. So again, as you said, people with a history of inflammatory bowel disease, people who've had a colorectal cancer diagnosed before or a polyp, a type of polyp called an adenoma, which can be precancerous. In other words, these are polyps that could be tomorrow's cancers. And if they have known diagnoses of a genetic syndrome that substantially increase their risk of colorectal cancer, they would also be excluded from the recommendation as well. And again, they should be on a surveillance program for colorectal cancer. Those people should talk to their clinicians about what the strategy is right for them. So the task force addresses people who are basically at average risk of colorectal cancer, and that's the group for which this recommendation applies. And briefly then, what other risk factors are associated with getting colorectal cancer? Well, two important ones are if there's a family history, not a diagnosed genetic disorder, but if someone in the family has had a cancer or a polyp, or black people are at higher risk of colorectal cancer, both developing it and dying of it at every age. And those are important risk factors to think about. And given that we need to especially reach out to our black patients and make sure they're screened and screened earlier according to these new recommendations. The really good news here is that there are a number of screening tests and strategies that can be used to reduce a person's risk of getting and dying of colorectal cancer. And there are really two families of tests. There are stool-based tests, and then there are what we call direct visualization methods, of which colonoscopy is one. Again, preferences are very individual, and the good news here is people have lots of choices. We spoke before about the uptick in colorectal cancer cases among people younger than 50. 
Your report says data shows that increase happening among white and Hispanic Latinos, but not black or Asian Pacific Islander adults. Any idea of why? Well, first, we don't know what the reason for that rising rate among some groups is. But I'll emphasize that even though the rates aren't rising for black people under 50, their rates are already higher. So this is just as important a problem for our black patients as patients of other racial and ethnic groups. So again, the recommendation to screen down to age 45 really applies to all people. So I want to emphasize the higher risk, particularly for black people in their 40s than other groups, even though the rates and some of the other groups are rising. And is genetics a driver here for the racial disparity? We really don't know what the reasons are. And I'll highlight that there's an opposite trend for people over 50, where incidence rates are actually dropping, probably as a result of screening. So genetics may play a role, but we don't know the whole story. Dr. Michael Berry of Massachusetts General Hospital and Vice Chair of the U.S. Preventive Task Force. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for your interest in helping us spread the word. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks.